You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You run around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of the TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert, and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me today, as always, are my good friends, Petra Burke and Hello. Kate Abbott. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Today, we're talking about some ways to amuse your dog when you're not home, when he's home alone. And why that's so important, and actually we're going to talk about the whys first, because it is very important. We've talked about it before in previous podcasts as far as separation anxiety. That was just a couple podcasts ago. We've talked previously about bored dogs, some things you can do like exercise and so forth. But today we're going to spend our entire podcast talking about why it's so important to amuse your dog and keep him active when he's home alone. And then we're going to talk about some specific toys. We're going to name names. (laughs) Watch out, people. (laughs) Because we've tried a lot of these. We've tried most of these with our own dogs and watched their reactions and watched how easily or not the toys are destroyed. (laughs) Between us, we do have some power chewers. And whether the toys keep our dogs occupied or not. So we're going to talk about some specific toys. So hold on, take a listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Pawfume Dog Grooming and Finishing Spray is proud to be a new sponsor of Pet Life Radio. Pawfume's super long-lasting sprays are available in four unique fragrances. Each Pawfume spray is fortified with the finest conditioners and detanglers to make combing out your dog more fun. Pawfume retails for only $2 per 6-ounce bottle. Pawfume is available nationwide at all Dollar General and Family Dollar stores. Why pay more to have your dog smell great? Pawfume, P-A-W-F-U-M-E. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host, Pia Silvani, teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. 
So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. Teacherspetsessions.com. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm Liz, Patron Cater with me today. And our subject for our podcast today is keeping your dog amused when you're not home. We hear a lot of private training calls. We hear a lot of class students talk about destructive dogs when people aren't home. We hear about dogs escaping from fences, uh, tearing up their crates. In fact, you, you, Kate, you just had a call just recently. Oh, one of the more extreme cases of separation anxiety. So a dog, they tried to leave in the backyard, and she methodically pulled off fence boards. Oh, jeez. Until she could get away, causing damage to herself, by the way, as well as the fence. They tried leaving her inside. She went through a couple of windows. Um, so they quit that. Then they tried leaving her in a bathroom. She pulled down everything. Um, shower curtains, rods. She chewed through the drywall, through the door jam. Oh. Uh, causing a lot of damage to herself. All I can hear is cha-ching. Yeah. Cha-ching. Both cha-ching. vet bills and the damage exactly. to the house. Exactly. They got a crate. Um, a wire crate. Mm. And she pushed through it. She bent the wires, pushed through it. So they got a stainless steel crate, um, but it was, um, I shouldn't say stainless steel. They got a heavier duty wire crate that used to hold a Rottweiler. This is a young lab. And she um, dis- took it apart God. and she figured out the latch and she pushed aside the sides. So they padlocked the sides together. And then they it's a lot of padlocks. It's a lot of padlocks. <laughs> well, and they didn't use enough the first time because they forgot the top, and she took the top off. Oh, jeez. So then they padlocked that. But then they put her in there, and they went, and they said they looked at her through the window outside, and it broke her heart, their hearts, to see her just slamming her body from one side to the other, just trying to get out of this thing. Now, do you did they give you any history as to when and why this might have developed? Yes, uh, she traces it back to when she herself had a knee injury and was no longer able to take the dog running miles every day as they had both been used to. Ah, that exercise thing. And she's still continuing to feed a high-sugar diet to her dog. So um, now the dog is still getting the same amount of sugar, but not the same amount of energy being burned off. So she just plain can't handle. She can't. Yeah. 
I think, Petra, you made a good comparison. Having a teenage daughter locking yeah. her in a closet and feeding her nothing but cotton candy. Exactly. <laughs> For a whole day, they're bouncing off the walls. You wonder why. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, uh, probably my first suggestion, change the food immediately. And get a dog walker if her knee's still bad. Yeah. Or, or, or bicycle, a bicycle if she can handle that. Or get a dog walker that'll bicycle the dog. You know? Or teach the dog to run on the treadmill. Yeah. Set yeah. up a treadmill and... Sit on a chair in front of the dog and teach her to gradually run yeah. on the treadmill. She, exactly. she lit up on the idea of the bicycle because apparently she does need to do some rehab herself for her knee. Sure. Yeah. And um, so that might be a good, we talked about good. using that. Uh, poor dog. And she is trying to get her teenage son to run the dog some more, but you know, he's a teenager. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, rather sleep, mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure the teenage boy would run if his track coach told him to. Oh, yeah. But not run the dog. Or maybe yeah. money involved, you know. Yeah. Well, I did say, you know, she put the dog on a harness, and I asked her if her son had a skateboard. Yeah. And she says, well, yeah. I said, well, there you go. That's his version of this uh, bicycle. That's cool. He might do that, because lots of kids do that. Oh, yeah, so, you see that one. Yeah. Put the dog yeah. on a harness, let her oh, pull, yeah. let her run. Poor dog. Well, when we're talking about keeping dogs amused when they're home alone... Luckily, most of them aren't quite that severe. No. That's, that's a very severe case of separation anxiety. Most of the time, dogs are just bored. One key to that, obviously, is making mm. sure the dog gets good aerobic exercise every single day, according to the individual dog. You know, the young, healthy, athletic Aussies in labs are going to need more exercise than Petra's little tiny Pomeranian. Yeah, you just run her up and down the hallway. <laughs> Small breeds have their advantages. <laughs> and I always throw that in, and mental exercise, too. Yes. Oh, definitely. 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 I asked this lady today, I said, how is her obedience? She goes, well, she's pretty good. She does what I ask. I said, okay, then let's start with some classes. You know, none of this in and of itself is the answer, but putting it all together might help. Right, yeah. Let's make her start thinking. And after yeah. done with basic obedience, then do some trick training, yeah. do a dog sport, At five play years games. old, she should be, you know, she can also, she can still learn new, st- she said, can I, can she still learn new stuff at five? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. is five. Yeah. He's in his prime. He's learning new stuff all the time. Oh, exactly. And that wasn't the second, that wasn't the first and only time I was asked that question today. Oh, the wow. other question was simply, I have a six-year-old lab. If I brought it to class, would she learn anything? And I, well, yeah, there is no upper age limit to our classes. No. So. Oh, so yes, body exercise, physical exercise, and mental, mental exercise, mental stimulation. And then I think we also have to talk about when you leave the house and when you come home. And I know we do those talks in our classes all the time. And we always say, keep it low key. And I remember way back before I started with Liz 20 plus years ago, I remember I was like, oh, good boy. Okay, I'll be back later. You'll be a good dog. Well, I'm going to miss you built, so yeah. much. Of I course. have to go to work. Yeah. And it was a German Shepherd <laughs> who immediately keyed up and died. <laughs> oh, exactly. Exactly. And that was probably, uh, probably one of the biggest things I've learned in the first class even though she failed me. The first <laughs> class that I took with Liz was that low key and uh, now it's just a habit. I mean, I get home, and it's like, hi, boys. And I go in and do what I got. Everything's low-key. And to a point where the dogs just lay around. Okay, it'll be a while. Mom will be out in a little bit. They don't yep. even get excited anymore, you the, know? My guys, especially if they're in the house, Archer will be on the floor. Bashir will be in the recliner. Riker will be on the sofa. Mm-hmm. 
I walk in. They ah, hi mom. They won't even get off the furniture. Now yeah. they're allowed on the furniture, so it's not a problem. But they don't even get up until I've gone to the bathroom, changed my clothes, gotten a nice tea. I sit down and then they go, oh hi mom. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it, leaving is exactly the same way. You know, I put them out. They all go in their places on the patio, lay down, and like. Right, we know the routine. Mom Unless, of course, it's time deal. to go to the training yard. <laughs> and they see me put on my sneakers. Then, of course, it's, who gets to go? Who gets to go? Who gets to go? <laughs> but that's different. But that's because they know that one of them is going. Yes, yeah. yes, Those definitely. times that they know that they're staying home. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. So there's no stress. And I swear, sometimes I've come home from running errands, and they literally have not moved. <laughs> I, I, times when you go, well, did you miss me a little bit, Tom? <laughs> yeah. Come on, let's not take it to the extreme. But I do love you. Now, if your dog's already hyped up about leave takings and homecomings, people need to change that. You got to calm down and don't wind your dog up like a wind-up toy just before you walk out and close the door behind you. How about put on your shoes, walk out front, walk back again. Take your shoes off. Yeah. Grab your keys in your purse. Walk out front. Slam the car door. Walk back in again. Yeah. And ignore the dog the whole time. Confuse them as to what the cues are. That tells them that you're leaving for yes. a long time. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and try to figure out what exactly the cues are. I go barefoot at home all the time or wear flip-flops. So my dogs know when I put on the, the training yard shoes, they know that that means the training yard. Mm-hmm. I don't wear those shoes at other times, most of the time. So that's that's a huge key. Other Sometimes people... you have to do some detective work. I oh, had a sure. friend who, um, her dog knew the difference in the brand of suntan lotion she used. She used <laughs> one when we were going to take the dogs to Dog Beach. Oh. She used another oh, one the rest, yeah. of the, the rest of her life. And <laughs> suntan lotion is very fragrant, so yes. I can see them easily. And that, she's, that terrier would come and sit at the doorway. Okay, she's grabbing which bottle. If she grabbed the wrong bottle, as far as the terrier was concerned, she'd go down and get on the couch with the other dogs. Uh, if she grabbed the right bottle, <laughs> she'd go down and wake up the other dogs. We're going today! Okay, now Patriot just made a good comment while Kate was talking. Smart dog. Huh? Often the dogs who get into trouble are the smart ones. They're the dogs who are thinking a lot. They're the dogs who are... are Trying to problem solve. I've often made watching you like this little one yeah. did. I've ne- I don't think I've ever been called out on private private problem behavior solving for a dumb dog. Yeah, it exactly. Happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, but he's really smart. I go, yeah, I know. That's why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't need me if he was stupid. So many people think that because the dog is smart, that means he should be perfect. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> just the other way around. <laughs> Smart dogs think, well, do you want this? How about if I add ruffles and flourishes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All um, right. And um, Smart dogs need to use their brains. Yes. Yes. Right. yes. And then uh, you're talking about leaving, but coming home. Same thing. <laughs> just keep it mellow. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, Spot, how are you? I've missed you all day. Whoo, that'll get your dog going. The other thing was, there was an article that was published, uh, I saw it on the internet and in a newspaper just recently, how dogs were tested in a study as to how they reacted to their owner's behavior when their, beha- when their owner came home. Mm. Do you remember reading that? Oh, yeah, whether they had done something quote, wrong or not. not. 
during uh, the owner's absence. How many people have told us in class, I know my dog did something wrong because when I got home, he looked guilty. Oh, yeah. we hear that all the time. Yeah. And that's not it at all. The dogs react to cues from us. If you walk in and you think your dog may have dug a hole in the backyard, your dog's going to act like he did, whether he did or not. He, well, it's like the people are, I guess you can say the people are conditioned to it because they've come home. How many times have they found the hole or something chewed? So now you're coming home the next day knowing, oh, God, he chewed again or he dug a hole. So now your whole body language is already, I'm mad. Yeah. Because I know he did something. I'm already mad. All I got to do is find it and then I'll have an excuse to tell him off. Yeah. But yep. his body language now goes, yeah. oh, you're mad at me. So the dog acts submissive, or he cowers, or he pees, or he looks, as the people say, he looks guilty, guilty <laughs> when really he's being submissive and, act, and reacting to your body language. Mm -hmm. And if his owner finds damage then, and, and gets mad, then the dog goes, see, I, I was right. I, I, right. I knew when he got home he was going to yell at me. Exactly. But on the other hand... If the owner doesn't find any damage, the dog's still right because he goes, oh, I acted submissive, I cowered. That diffused his anger. It was right for me to act like that. He didn't get mad at me if I act like that. Yeah. So in both scenarios, the dog's body language to be cowering or submissive or peeing or any of those other body languages that, that, that say this, uh, the dog is right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's so sad. Yeah. I mean, your 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 relationship with your dog shouldn't be like that. No, not at all. The dog should be happy to see you come home. Not ecstatically, so he's destroying the place, <laughs> but happy to see you come home. So anyway, that's, that's a big part of, of keeping your dog's stress level down when he's home alone, is make leave-takings and homecomings peaceful and calm and not full of anger when you come home and not full of emotion when you come home or when you leave. Some other things about your dog being left home alone is um, having a safe place for him. Now that varies from dog to dog. When Riker was a puppy, he was in a crate forever because <laughs> he was such a silly boy. Well, like uh, Keely, I mean, she's in the house and she's in my bathroom, which is big enough, but she's a little dog. It works out great. Yeah, I've been fortunate with my guys to be able to leave them in the house once they're adults. But yeah, yeah um, either a crate or an X-Pen or both uh -huh. as they got a little bit older. Or a dog run that they can't get out of or or get stuck trying to escape or anything like that. And shelter, toys, water, and shade. Yeah, yeah, definitely shade. Uh-huh. And exercising them mentally and physically before leaving them. Yes. Which is just a, a habit now. I've been pretty lucky with... Uh, Riker, Riker was in a crate for a long time because he was so mentally Im immature. Bashir still had a crate, but I took the door off it when he was about a year old. With Archer, actually, he's a year and a half, and he's been... The door's been off his crate for... A good six months, which was amazing because he's still such a silly puppy. But uh, he did really well. There's been times I've threatened with him with putting the door back on. <laughs> but uh, he's been off. And then our yard is very secure, and it's small enough it could be considered a dog run. Yeah. So, 
But, but then if you do leave them in crates, um, like me, I couldn't. I'm gone all day. Sure. I'm way too many hours. When Kayla's in school, mm-hmm. you know, it, it can happen and not a problem because she gets home early enough. But um, so we have a, a safe yard for them. Sure. You know, it works out the way we do it. There's so many variables according to the owner's schedule, the home, the mm-hmm. yard, the safety of the yard. For example, you don't let your guys have the whole acreage. You no. have them in a safe yard. Exactly. If they had the whole acreage, there'd probably be more barking. Yep. I could see Teddy, the German Shepherd, running the fence line. Oh, yeah. There would be a lot more problems. But right. but having the safe yard for them, fenced-in yard for them. Which includes your patio with the cover, which right. is great should there be bad weather. Oh, exactly. So there's, I don't have to worry about them. they got the shelter, they got the water, they got the room. Yeah. Works out for us. Now, it's also important to teach the dog to accept this place. So that means introducing it while you're at home. Right. Put him out there for an hour while you're doing something in the house. And don't let him in if he barks and fusses and screams and cries and jumps and tries to rip your screen down. Let him know that he's going to stay out there. And then gradually increase the time or get in your car, drive down the block, drive back. And let him know that he's fine there. I think the dogs need to know that they're safe in their in their new spot. Yeah, exactly. And I guess I, I trends that are unfortunate. And even before I was with Kindred Spirits Training, even when I worked corporate, um, somehow I always managed to have a job where I took my dog to work with me. Oh, yes. Well, oh, yeah, speaking, that'd be ideal. Speaking of, Liz yes. has written a book called Dogs at Work. Did I just feed you that line? Yeah, yes. you thought of it. I forgot about it. Uh, and that was, a, it was a great for me and my work. Uh, made me happier at work. I was able to take breaks, take my dog out. My dog was happy. My co-workers liked it. Sure, sure. Well, my book, mm-hmm. <laughs> Dogs at Work, is all about how to do that. How to approach a company, how to set up a policy, how to convince your boss that this is a good thing, and, of course, whether your dog is the right dog for it. So that's a little plug for that. (laughs) All right, we need to take a break for our sponsors, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some individual toys and ways that you can use those toys to help amuse your dog when he's home alone. And this is a lot of fun. So you might want to grab a pen and a piece of paper to take some notes. (laughs) We'll be back. Hold on. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Give your dog some thought. With Dog Thoughts, it's the iPhone application that everyone's talking about. What do you think of this? A man in Davis, California says he's invented an application for the iPhone that claims it can read your dog's mind. Huh? No, it's true. Now, I read about it on my cat's Twitter page. That's fine. Jay Leno talked about it, CBS reported on it, and now you can see what all the buzz is about. Created just for dog lovers, Dog Thoughts makes taking photos of your furry best friend more fun. Shake your dog and read his mind. On your iPhone, of course. Take a pic of your pup, shake your phone, and watch as his thoughts appear on the screen. Does he have a bone to pick with you, or is he having a tail-wagging day? Get your Dog Thoughts iPhone app today. Just 99 cents. Go to PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. That's PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. 
Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Join us each week for Pets in the City with your host, Diane West. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So take a bite out of the Big Apple with Pets in the City every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com. Talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. Today we're talking about what to do when your dog's home alone. In the first half of the show, we talked about some of the problems, dogs barking, being destructive, trying to escape from the yard. And we talked about some things you can do, including making sure your dog gets plenty of exercise, physical and mental, doing some training, keeping him in a safe spot, making leaf takings and homecomings uh, low key. But now let's talk about some specific things that can amuse them. I think the first treat dispensing toy that was out was the Kong. I don't know the, for that for sure, but in my memory, that's the one I remember. It's certainly been around a long time and been one of the yeah. most successful. Yeah. yeah, exactly. For those of you who don't know what it is, the Kong is a hard rubber snowman. Hollow. <laughs> it's, it's like three round balls, one small, one medium, one larger, squished together, so it looks like a snowman. It's hollow. It's usually uh, red, black, or white with blue marbling in it. Which signifies the that it's level floatable. of hardness of right. the rubber. Well, in the white and, and blue one is usually the floatable one for the pool, mm. right? I think? Uh, they're all pretty floatable. Oh, okay. But anyway, those are, those are the three common colors. Now, w- the fun thing about the Kong is it's not the toy itself. It's what you do with it. I like to use peanut butter. I take peanut butter and I feed peanut butter into it from the hole at both ends. And it takes the dog, well, Riker's got the most agile tongue of any dog I've ever seen. And it only takes him a few minutes to get the peanut butter out of the Kong. Some other things that you can use for it. You can put a little bit of peanut butter in one end to stop it up. Put some dry kibble in it and then put some more peanut butter to seal it. Yeah. 
I love the Kong. I know, I've always had them. Or some people cheese. put cheese in mm-hmm. it. And what's nice, if you have a power chewer like you and I each oh, have yeah. one, I still have a Kong. I don't know how old that thing is. And yeah. Logan did, can try to his heart's content to chew it. He can't. No, no. Yeah, uh-uh. love it. Yep. I have heard some people also say that they put peanut butter in their Kong and then they froze it. Uh-huh. And then it takes longer for the dog to work it out because the peanut butter has to thaw. So the Kong is probably one of the originals. There are many ideas at Kong.com or uh, whatever the website is for them. The, about I think it's called the Kong Company. The Kong Company. Dog. Yeah. Okay. Um, about doing it, like putting diluted bouillon in it and freezing that. Oh, yeah. So it's a Kongsicle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> and I, I have to get this out of my brain because you know my brain goes in weird places, but I'm yes. really kind Kate of... Kate is quite amusing, by the way, if you haven't figured that out. <laughs> I've been Every quite podcast, your brain goes somewhere. I know, and in this one, it's that show Top Chef. Which, you know, okay. I'm, I'm not that level of a cook, but I'm fascinated with how they do it. Well, I've learned a new term, amuse-a-bouche. Uh, which is that means? like a small bite of something uh-huh. designed to delight your mouth. Oh. Amuse-a-bouche. Okay. And so you can I say, thought you were talking to my rose bush and tickling <laughs> no, her no, fancy. No, no. <laughs> you keep Whoosh. saying... These are things that will amuse them. I'm thinking, yes, through their mouth, uh-huh. through food, sure. yeah, and through their mouth. So these are little amuse-the-bouches. There's, there you go. Okay, I had to get that out of my head. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you oh for indulging my. me. Okay, I think the next treat dispensing toy that came out, at least that I knew of, was the Buster Cube. Yes. Yeah. The Buster Cube is a hard plastic. And like a really big die. Die. Yeah. Dice. Singular dice. Die. Yeah. Yeah. It comes in two sizes. I always got the big one for my guys, even for the Aussies. What it has is it has a hole in one side with a turning thing, Mm -hmm. and you can feed kibble into it. You can put a whole meal in there for a lot of dogs. Yeah, you can. And then you twist the, the little gauge so it only lets out one or two pieces at a time, or it lets more out at a time. You can have more come out when your dog is figuring out the toy mm-hmm. and scale it down once he knows what it is and he has to fight harder for it. Mm-hmm. The only downside to the Buster Cube that I can think of is it's noisy. It yeah. is hard plastic, and when a dog gets throwing that thing around, and my guys get quite physical with it, that it can be noisy. noisy. Yeah, well, bouncing off of things, going sliding against long concrete or something. It gets yeah. noisy. Yeah. For that same reason um uh, my dogs have not been that thrilled with it because it doesn't have good mouthfeel it's oh. too hard yeah this see mine for dogs like to use paws if they can or it out mine use the... their nose i mean all of my aussies have liked the buster cube and they just flip it oh maybe because well i'm thinking mainly of walter his mouth is smaller oh, to be yeah. able to pick it up and knock it around so um, there are a number of dogs that just found that too hard. And actually, I've had some clients say they didn't like that it was hard to clean on the inside. Oh, yeah. That's all. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what they were putting in it, actually. But I hope it's nothing soft. Whereas the Kong yeah. is uh, dishwasher safe. I, I have to say, I don't think I've ever cleaned the inside of our <laughs> <No>. Buster Cube. <laughs> so they might have been too picky. This is the same idea, but in a round shape. Three balls about the same size stuck together, but all hollow. It's called a molecule ball. And oh, okay. that comes in different sizes as well. 
Uh, there's also one called the Atomic Treat Ball. Okay, same idea. Yeah. Same idea. Yeah. Both of those, um, for a dog that's not quite as dedicated as an Aussie, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, did I give you a good term there? Um, they seem to enjoy those, and they're not as noisy. Now, there's another one. Still um, hard to clean, though. Yeah. That we, we tested with a bunch of our dogs. It's, it's made by Busy Buddies, and it's called the Twist and Treats. Now, I have to admit, my guys got bored with that really quick. But you, Petra, you said one yeah, of your guys actually, loves uh, it. Logan loves that toy. I, I don't know. I mean, it's a good hard plastic. He tries to chew on it. He can't. Um, okay, now, Logan is Petra's dedicated power. power oh, God. So, he can destroy anything in a second. If, he can. The very definition of a busy boy. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. if he can't destroy it, that's probably pretty much oh, indestructible. Loves, I mean, he's completely figured out how to get all the treats out of it. But then he just loves it. And he'll actually just start tossing around. So when it does bounce, it goes everywhere. And he just thinks that's just and it's fascinating. it's shaped kind of like a flying saucer. So it's got yeah. erratic bounces. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And he loves holding it in his mouth. And he just gets all excited and wants to bring it to you. I mean, this thing has been, he loves it. That's he cool. loves it. That's good. Now, there's another one that we tried on one of our camping trips. Mm. I bought it for Bashir when we were in a motel room. And uh, it's called the Everlasting Treat Ball. And what it is, it looks like a ball with two sides cut off that you pop these pre-made treats into the, the sides. Unfortunately, I was disappointed. Bashir got the treat out in five seconds, yeah, chewed it up, and it was gone. Yeah. And then the thing is, you don't... To me, it costs extra. I mean, you buy the toy, great, but then you have to buy those fillers. You those have little, to buy the specific treats. Right. So you can't just put a variety of kibble or something in there. You have to buy specific yeah. treats for it. Yeah. So that one, unfortunately, that one didn't pass our... Um, and as I recall, even Walter wasn't even thrilled with the leftover crumbs. Of no. Treat, so. no. No. So the treats... It's kinda, that, huh? Yeah. yeah. That, that one didn't make it past our uh, our test... Our test panel. (laughs) (laughs) Which was only two, admittedly, but... Now, there is one that we tested called Tug-A-Jug, and it comes in two sizes. Now, before Petra kicks in with her power chewer... I'll keep it at the very end. (laughs) What this is, is a hard plastic, and I mean a really hard plastic, because my guys tried to chew on it, bottle that has a rubber stopper with a hole in it so you put treats in the bottle then there's a plastic rope with a a larger section on each end if the dog picks the bottle up by the rope it plugs the hole in the bottle so the treats can't get out and that's his first inclination is to pick it up by the rope if he learns to push the rope in or allow it to fall in then the treats can come out now Bashir is probably one of the smartest dogs I've ever owned. Dax was probably smarter, but Bashir's up there. He played with this sucker for an hour and a half straight and was still interested in it. Mm -hmm. He was studying it. He was playing with it. He was rolling it. He was knocking it. He was pushing the rope in, pushing the rope out. The one time I was over there, too, it was like, nobody else gets to play with it till I figure this out. It was his toy. It was his toy. In fact, Archer picked it up while you were there, and Bashir promptly took it away. He was fascinated with this toy. When I put him outside and left Archer, the puppy, in, Archer was fascinated with it. So in my household, that one got an A+. Mm -hmm. Now, Petra's household, (laughs) 
Well, you know. <laughs> uh, well, how do I start? Well, initially, the <laughs> boy, Logan. <laughs> Logan carried around, like you said, with that little plunger thing and frustrated him because he couldn't get the treats out. Then he did figure out to bring it on his dog bed, and he realized when it kind of rolled off and the plunger thing pushed in, treats started to fill out. Okay, he did that for a few seconds, but that was kind of boring. Needs more more excitement. So within seconds, I think I went to the restroom, came back, and he had chewed the plunger thing off because that was causing the problem. It was plugging <laughs> the hole that allowed the treats to come out. Once he had done that, he had taken the, um, with that rubber stopper that uh-huh. uh, looks like a porcupine thing. Right. Well, he must love that on his gum or his teeth. And he would throw it up with his head so the treats would fall out, some in his mouth, some on the ground. <laughs> and then, then flipped it around with his, and then it was like, oh, now I'm happy. Yeah, now I'm getting immediate gratification. Yes. yes. Yeah. So for that reason, I don't suggest this toy when you leave your dog home alone. This is Uh, not an unattended toy. This is not an unattended toy, although I think it is marketed that way sometimes. Mm -hmm. At least not if you've got a power chewer. If you have a power chewer. I would say at least test the toy a few times with you at home to supervise. It's been great. You know, like we've done it with with milk jugs. You put treats in there or a Pepsi bottle, plastic one, and they flip it around, treats come out. So it's been great now. It does that. And they, <laughs> and Logan loves the toy now. Between that and that other, um, what do we call it? The other uh, hard plastic one that looks like a um, UFO. <laughs> oh, yes. Busy the buddy. Twi- yeah, the Is twist it? and treat. Twist and treat. Yeah. Between those two, oh, he's, he's kept busy. And now power, that he resolved the problem with the plunger. And, yeah, well, good. he problem solved. Um, <laughs> yeah. and power chewers are not necessarily divided by breed. There's a Roddy that we know that loves that bottle. Sure. And he yeah. hasn't destroyed it. No. Sure. Uh, so it's not always... I say, try it with your dog while you're at home to supervise a few times. We would hate to hear that your dog... Chewed that off and swallowed some pieces of rubber or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So test it now, first. Now, the good part is this one toy had turned into being two toys because now that plunger part that he chewed off is Keely, my Pomeranian's. Oh, it's just the right side? It's a, it's a great <laughs> rubber toy now. She loves carrying that thing around and we throw it around. So now we've made another toy for the palm. Two okay. toys out of one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, moving on, there's another toy, and this is a toy designed by Nina Ottesen, and I may not be pronouncing that right. She's from Sweden, and we're going to be dedicating an entire podcast to her toys, but she's made one called the Dog Pyramid that is a treat dispensing toy, and the only thing I could think of this is like it's a large weeble. You know, the yeah. baby's toys, weeble, wobble, wobble they but they fall down. down. <laughs> and oh, that's uh, scary. <laughs> one of our trainers, one of our trainers tested this with her brand new 12-week-old Aussie, Aussie puppy. puppy. Yeah. Maybe 12 weeks old? Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, maybe. Or 10 to 12 weeks 10 to 12 old? 10 12 weeks. And anyway, the puppy wrote us a letter about the toy. <laughs> it's so you know she's so talented. That's yes. why she's an Aussie. Twelve weeks she can yes. write. <laughs> she says, "Hi, hi, Aunt Liz. It's me again, Peaches. Mom said I better get busy and thank you for the toy. Mom gave me lunch inside the toy. All I had to do was chase it and hit it, and then guess what? My lunch fell out. That was so much fun." <laughs> 
But this is a treat dispensing toy. It looks like a big weeble. Mm -hmm. It's got a heavy bottom. You fill it with kibble or put a little kibble in it, whatever you want to do. Give it to, to your dog when you're getting ready to leave. He can knock it around. He won't even notice you're driving away. It's also quite hard. I know the Aussies were trying to pick it up, and it's slippery. They can't really get their teeth into it unless they get a tooth into the hole. And because it's got a heavy bottom, every time they let go, it goes upright again. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they can just nudge it and the treats fall out. They have to work at it. So that's another great one for Dogs Home Left Alone. That's called the Dog Pyramid. Active dogs. Active dogs. They'll really throw their body at it and give it a good workout. Yeah. Now, I do want to give, we don't get any kickback from this, but I do want to let you know a place where you can find a lot of these toys. And that's at the Jeffers Pet Catalog online. It's J-E-F-F-E-R-S Pet, P-E-T dot com. You know, they're a good group or a company because I, I use them a lot, not just for the dogs and the cats, but for livestock for the horses, mm-hmm. they carry just unique, fun things. And well, great prices are not, they're very reasonable. So, Especially with today's economy, they're very reasonable. So we're giving a free commercial to Jeffers Pet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I hope we've given you some ideas. I mean, most of us today can't work at home all the time, and, and a lot of times our dogs do need to be left home alone. Hopefully, if some of these suggestions work for you, your dog will be a little bit happier when he's left home alone. And that way you won't come home angry at him, which is really not a good way to, uh, to have a relationship. Now, I want you to tune in for our next podcast. We're going to be talking about Nina Otteson's toys, and they are fascinating. So come back to listen to that podcast, too. That's it from us at It's a Doggy Dog World. Have fun. Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.